Assalamu alaikum. Hajj is all about forgiveness and seeking forgiveness and doing istighfar and making tawbah and going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so, <coughs> you know, one of the motivations of going to Hajj is uh, the ability for you to basically wipe out all your previous sins and come back and start a fresh new page, a clean slate. And, you know, this is one of the motivations which so many people have to go to Hajj. You know, we all have our, our messed up histories, right? We all have our histories where, you know, we've done things that we don't like, things that we maybe regret, things that we feel guilty about. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being a tawwab, being a rahman, a rahim, you know, all these beautiful names of Allah that have to deal with the subject of forgiveness and the subject of willing to give us a second chance. And, you know, it's as if Allah is telling us that the doors to tawbah and the doors to repentance and forgiveness are always open until, of course, we reach the stage where we're going to die, right? At the, at the moment of death, there is no repentance, basically. And so uh, throughout this life, like we have certain situations, certain decisions we make that we regret, you know, certain habits that we have that maybe we want to uh, get rid of. And so whether you're going to hajj or not, right, these 10 days, hajj, this is, this is a moment for us and time for us to really think about uh, our, uh, you know, bad habits and, you know, ask ourselves the question that, you know, when are we going to get rid of them? When are we going to stop them? Right? Whatever they may be, you, every single one of us needs to do like a, 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 a heart scan, right? A habit scan of ourselves. And maybe get out a piece of pen and paper to make it practical and start writing down what are the things that you would like to get rid of in the coming year, for example, right? Write them down. At least by writing them down, you're acknowledging them, you're admitting them. And, um, you know, it's on paper, you can see it. And, you know, this doesn't have to be something public. You can just make it something private, confidential. Write down all the, mis all the mistakes, all the problems, all the ha bad habits that you have, all the sins, minor, major, that you're committing. And then, you know, think of a plan, think of a way to... Um, you know, uh, get, get over them and ask Allah for forgiveness. That's the first step. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for sincere forgiveness uh, for these sins. Um, you know, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the beauties of, uh, you know, our creation is that He has put inside of us this alarm system, which is known as al-nafs al-lawama, the nafs that keeps blaming, right? It's an inner alarm system that no matter what you're doing, there's this, uh, checks and balances going on internally. So in the external part, maybe you could be, you know, sinning in public and appearing to be happy, but deep down inside, there is something that, you know, is not right, something that's bothering you, right? Uh, the Prophet ﷺ would, would say in the beautiful hadith, الْإِثْمُ مَا حَاكَ فِي نَفْسِكَ That, you know, sins are things that bother you deep down inside, right? It can't be seen in the public, but deep down inside it bothers you. And you don't want anyone in public to know about it. So we all have our dark side. We all have you know, these shortcomings, weaknesses in our character, weaknesses in our faith that we don't like to show in public. And this is something that's just between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so hajj is that time for us to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely and really clean up that sheet of ours, right? and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us a second chance to, you know, uh, give us a chance to make up for what we've done wrong. And so the Prophet 
also tells us that or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that inna al-hasanat yudhibna sayyat that you know good deeds replace bad deeds so you know istighfar and tawbah is not just about saying astaghfirullah 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 unfortunately a lot of people for them that's what istighfar is right you just say astaghfirullah 33 times or 100 times or 1000 times and that's it no there's an internal process that's happened there's a realization that happens with istighfar and one of the implications of istighfar and istighfar actually comes from the root word ghafara, which means to cover up something, right? So when you're asking Allah to, do, to you know, um, forgive or cover up your sins, that's what you're doing. You have sins there, you have shortcomings, you have weaknesses in your character, you have flaws, and you're asking Allah to cover it, not to conceal it. So hajj is the time for us to ask Allah to cover up our sins. But at the same time, like I said, one of the implications of istighfar is that you have, a, you have an action plan. Right? So you have a plan to replace those bad deeds with good deeds. And that's what makes istighfar a practical exercise. Right? It's not just a verbal thing, a thing you say with your tongue. So hajj are those days. Hajj are the days of forgiveness. Now the second part of this discussion is now that, now that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you a clean slate. Now that you know, according to the Prophet ﷺ, he also tells us that the people who go to hajj and come back you know, with an accepted hajj, it's as if they're, you know, born again. You're, it's as if you come back as a newborn baby. Why newborn baby? Because newborn babies are completely innocent. They have no sins. They have no, uh, uh, nothing uh, to be worried about, right? It's just uh, basically you're in your fitrah, your natural state of fitrah, which is completely pure and innocent. So that's the reward of going to hajj. And inshallah, even through these 10, ten days that you're, uh, inshallah, uh, getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that should be your goal, is to, Ya Allah, I want to start a new page with you, a new chapter with you, where, you know, everything in the past, whatever it is, khalas, forgive and forget, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is willing to forgive and forget. Um, are you willing to ask for forgiveness and forget your past, right? Because, you know, another thing that Allah wants you to do is, you know, fine, you have regrets in the past, you have weaknesses, and, and you've done it's just istighfar. Allah then wants you to move on. Right? He wants you to move on with life and get busy with doing good deeds. Get busy with doing something meaningful with your life. He doesn't want you to get stuck in the past. That is that's from shaitan. Where he wants you to get stuck in the past. You're constantly blaming yourself. You're constantly feeling guilty. You're constantly concerned. What, is Allah going to forgive me or not? No, he probably isn't. Maybe I'm just too messed up. Maybe you know the sin I did is too big. It's, uh, it's unforgivable. So all these doubts... And these thoughts, negative thoughts and evil thoughts are from shaitan. These are the whispers of shaitan. He wants you to get stuck in the past. He wants you to doubt that Allah may, may be, didn't forgive you. Maybe your hajj isn't accepted. Maybe, you know, you're just too messed up. Maybe you're a hypocrite because you have hidden sins that nobody knows about. These are all, you know, wiswasa of shaitan. These are whispers of shaitan to stop you from going ahead and doing something meaningful with your life and, and getting busy with action. It's about taking action, right? Islam is not just about iman and, you know, istighfar. No. There's like two things that go hand in hand in our deen. All over the Quran, you see iman complemented with amal salih, with deeds. And amal salih here is not just, you know, uh, like praying, fasting, and reading the Quran. Amal salih actually salaha means to fix something that's spoiled. Fix something that's not working. And so amal salih is your role in fixing yourself, number one. Number two, fixing your surroundings, your family, your, you know, 
uh, your community, and then fixing, try, trying to fix the world, trying to do something you know, beneficial for humanity. Now, that doesn't have to be a, a, an Islamic lecture and uh, you know, writing a book about Islam. No. It could be even something related to humanity. So for example, you know, inventing something that will make other people's lives easier, that's also a service to humanity, right? Uh, you know, whatever your profession is, if you're a doctor, then you serve people genuinely to help them out. That's, uh, that's your role in terms of amal salih, you're fixing a problem because there's a serious problem today in the healthcare industry where it's become a business and if you don't have money, then they don't treat you. They treat you like customers. They don't treat you like a patient who really needs help. So you're doing amal salih in that area. There's amal salih, you know, in, in for example, media and, and, and entertainment where you could replace filthy and shameless entertainment with um, you know, good and meaningful and pure entertainment that has an objective, right? In Arabic they call it al-alam al-hadif, media that has an objective, media that's meaningful, right? So you're fixing, you're doing amal salih, you're, you're doing islah in media, you're fixing things in the media. You could be fixing things, like I said, in the healthcare industry. You could fix things in the education system that obviously needs a lot of improvement. You could fix things in your neighborhood, you could fix things in your family. If there's a dispute between two uncles or two aunts, you could be the mediator to make things, make peace between them. Um, fix things in terms of your relationship with your, your spouse, fix things in your parenting, fix things with your parents. There's endless ways of fixing. There's so many things that need fixing in the world today, right? Just open the newspaper, open the news, and you will see so many problems uh, for you know, the ummah as a Muslim ummah as well as humanity. There's serious problems. There's problems of drugs. There's the, the problem of alcohol. There's the problem of you know, sh shamelessness and addiction to all sorts of filth online. And you know, there's just endless, endless th thing. There's ignorance. There's lack of uh, you know, education about Islam, about this deen. So there's endless ways for you to do something good and to do islah. And so istighfar is that time. Hajj is that time for you to really spend time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to first, first of all, look at your past and say, Allah, I'm done with that. I have nothing to do with that. Khalas, I'm ready to start a new page with you, a clean slate with you, Ya Allah. And then the second part of it is, Ya Allah, help me discover my vision. Help me realize my goal. What is my purpose of life? What is my purpose of existence? What can I do to serve humanity? What can I do to make a difference in this world today? And you know, you ask Allah to give you istiqama, and then you know you make constant du'a in your in your Fatiha. Sarat al mustaqim. Ya Allah, guide me on that path. I really want to do something good with my life. I really want to do something beneficial with my life to help people to benefit humanity. So that you know, when you die, you leave something good behind. You leave a sadaqa jariya behind you, a deed that continues after you die. That's your legacy. That's something that, you know, on the Day of Judgment, you show up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you tell Him, Ya Allah, you know, uh, I, I had some messed up things, but, you know, inshallah, you know, I'm, I'm confident that you forg forgave me and I tried to do something meaningful with my life. Here's what I did, Ya Allah. This is my contribution to, to the world. This is my, uh, you know, uh, contribution to humanity. And that is really what our purpose of existence is, you know, our, you know, uh, slavery and abudiyah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not just in prayers, fasting and zakat and hajj, it's in serving humanity, it's in being an asset to the ummah and being a service of humanity, to humanity, making this world a better place, bringing a smile on people's face and benefiting them. You know, you're a source of good in this world. 
uh, and you try whatever you can to eliminate bad things and you, you know, purify your community and purify yourself. So there's lots of things to do, guys. You know, this Hajj, stop procrastinating, stop delaying. This is the time to seek forgiveness. This is the time to, you know, let go of your bad habits and sins. Allah is waiting for you. Literally, Allah is waiting, you for, waiting for you to, to ask for forgiveness. He is there. He is listening to you. You don't need any intermediaries. Just ask, ask him. There's no formal dua that you make to get forgiveness. There's no like specific secret uh, surah that you have to read to get forgiveness. Just sincerely, in your own language, right? You don't have to know Arabic to make dua. Whatever language you speak, just sincerely ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, it could be something in the heart. You don't even have to say it with your tongue because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is close to you. He hears you. He knows you inside out. Just ask him and you know, uh, be sincere about it. Be willing to be committed to you know, change and transform yourself to the better. And inshallah, this hajj will be something different for all of you. Um, and we can start a clean slate altogether. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.